0: Welcome into Inside the Den, your look inside Lee's McRae Athletics. Inside the Den is produced for the sole purpose of keeping Bobcat fans in the know and can be found on our website, lmcbobcats.com, or on SoundCloud. Just search Lee's McRae Athletics. Now, here's your host, Tim Hall. We are Inside the Den here at Lee's McRae Athletics. I'm your host, Tim Hall, and our guest today is... Steve Harden. Steve is the head basketball coach of the men's team here at Lee's McRae. And I wanna welcome you inside the den, Steve. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it, Tim. Tim, appreciate being the uh, first one as as us being the old heads around here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, we're gonna talk about your team, Mm -hmm. your team's success, and focus a bit on the culture of success. Because you are in the midst of your eighth season as men's basketball coach, you've been coaching for about a decade mm-hmm. in the sport, and it takes a while to get your program to a point where you're having some consistency in that success and and winning more ball games than you're losing. And I want to dive into that about what it is that you're doing as a coach, what your players are doing to uh, to get to that point, and and. Just open that discussion up about you know what it takes for you all to be successful and win ball games and pack the gym inside the den, so right. to speak. Right. All right. So yeah, you know, we were talking before the show about what you've been through in the previous years. Two years ago, your team won the Conference Carolinas Championship. Uh, and this year's have are you're having a great run. Um, but it goes farther back in time before you could ever win that conference championship. Right. Discuss that a little bit about what your team has been through uh, when you took over the program and the, the things that you did to get to a point where you have a player of the year, where you right. have a conference championship, where you're in the hunt. What's that like, and what you've been doing as a coach to make it happen?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a good question. So, um, uh, yeah, we were blessed. Um, I guess uh, two years ago to make it to uh, win the conference championship and make it to NCAA tournament for the first time uh, in school history. And uh, and since my uh, um, I guess my lifetime being a coach here, we've been able to break a lot of records. And and that's always always fun to do. Uh, naturally, uh, the 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 ceiling was pretty low at the time, uh, so it was mm-hmm. a. Uh, it was a lot easier to to have success on on those things, and just saying, "Hey, we want to we want to hopefully uh, uh, break this record or talk about one each year." So that's always been uh, um, uh, attainable goals for us uh, per year. From when I got here, uh, the, the the barrel was pretty pretty empty when we started, uh, and they hadn't had much success uh, when it was a junior college. It was rolling, and then when it was a four year, for for some reason or another, the most wins was at the time was fourteen wins. So mm-hmm. uh, so that was a um, uh, uh, Coming in, everybody thought it was going to be a real hard hurdle. And uh, and I just – in the past, I was at a lot of places that w- were not very successful and we were lucky to, to be successful. If that was um, uh, from Tennessee Tech to Bluefield College and then I was at, at Tennessee for a short set stint at the time as well. And uh, so I got to learn from a lot of great people, and, mm-hmm. uh, and including uh, my dad was a high school coach for 30-some years. So, so I've just kind of put a lot of those um, – Um, in the bucket, so to speak, and uh, try to uh, uh, form what we want to do here. And and I got – I was blessed enough to be a head coach before I got here, so that that showed me a lot of trials and what to do and what not to do Mm -hmm. uh, at Bluefield College. Uh, The negative part was uh, that that program was – we took it from – from nothing to to win in twenty five, twenty six games in two years. So I came here a little, uh, little cocky, thinking, oh, <laughs> we can do this pretty easy. And NCAA is a whole another, a whole another level. So a yeah. whole another whole dog in D two. So that was, that was, that was learning. And then also just learning the climate, um, where you're at, and trying to figure out what fits. Uh, just because you want the so-called best athlete or best player, it might not fit the institution or, or where you're at, and it might not fit overall to be the best team, you know, right? right? With a team sport, you got to make sure you have that. So, so that was a that was a short that was a learning process. I'm trying to fit figure out what fits here and with my style and seeing what what, what that works and uh we, we just kind of built it on on our fire system um that was from the start from pretty much year 1. Uh we started that and uh, and it just means fearless, intense, relentless effort and we just talk about it on day-to-day being on and off the floor trying to be the best you can be in that in that aspect, and being aggressive. I'm I'm an aggressive coach, and and want to uh, be pretty much a high motor guy, and so that's that's the type of guys we wanted.
0: Well, I'm glad you brought up the fire system mm-hmm. because it's something that you talk about and promote within the team a lot. And I'm sure when you arrived, especially coming from a successful program and the things that you've been through, one of the biggest hurdles as a coach is overcoming mindsets. Right. You know, within a team, Mm -hmm. within the campus community, Mm -hmm. everywhere is overcoming that mindset and instilling the belief that we can be successful. Mm -hmm. We're not going to do this overnight. It's going to take time. Got to be patient. And how did you get people to buy in and adopt that fire mentality to where now it's paying dividends? Right. What was that like to go through initially? And now what's it like to feel the the rewards of that work right uh, that's a great question uh, um starting out coming here um i was blessed to
1: work with uh, work for coach paul's grove who has um been a sta- statement in this uh area for a long time i worked for him at king college so uh he he pretty much built the foundation of getting the right kids here and cleaning up uh before that uh, uh McCray had a lot of problems and a lot of issues with uh, uh, basketball and just not being very good. Plus, so he, he did a great job pretty much adapting the culture on, on that aspect mm-hmm. and, uh, and getting guys that pretty much want to win and want to be successful. Um, we just – weren't very good (laughs) and so and so we and and, um a lot of our scholarships were tied into a couple guys that was very good players but it just really didn't fit the way we wanted to play also so when i took over um that was our first first aspect was finding guys that were just tough and hungry and extremely athletic and and really really we didn't care as as much how skilled or or um, advanced basketball wise it was if they were just if they wanted to treat us like a North Carolina Duke, uh, then that's the kids we wanted to sign. We wanted to sign somebody that was hungry to be here and was excited to be a part of the program. And and uh, the first year was uh, Coach Walzgaard's last year. They won 10 games. I was his uh, associate head that year, and, and that was the most wins at the time in a long, long time and when he when he went on to take a new job uh we totally changed the way we played and naturally we we played extremely fast and tried to press and crazy and i think we won three to four games that year so that was that was rough from Mm. going from uh that to going to rock bottom and 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 this gym, i know a lot of people don't know what it looked like in the past but we had uh, these old uh, metal bleachers and we only pulled out one side and and we had max twelve people at the ball games, and it, and it was just it was it was not a good feeling it wasn 't really a good atmosphere and So I knew then that that our number one priority was to fill the stands and to get people kind of excited about the game, and then the wins will come and so that that 's kind of the route we we took um, We try to get uh, exciting players to be mm-hmm. in the gym and, and vibrant personalities and, and guys that are willing to work hard and do those things. So uh, um, uh, with our tough conference, Carolinas, you've got Barton who's won a national championship in 2007, and it's always been traditionally good. So we knew that that the first uh, stage of it was, was making sure that we could somehow fill the stands and make a yeah. tough home environment for the mountain.
0: Well, I'm a big believer in that, you know, people want to get behind – Athletes and coaches who are passionate about what they're doing, who've got a a high level of energy, who get after it and pour their heart into what they're doing. Uh, And hopefully through that, you know, you're winning more games and you're losing. And it's especially more valuable when you're winning more and then it encourages them to come and support you even more and how that just feeds off itself. And you know you've been able to now grow that into a situation where it looks more like what you wanted and hoped for it right. to look like, uh, to, and it's doing that today here in 2020. Right. Um, you spoke earlier about um, when we were talking off air about you know how you made the progression of acquiring the right players who then go on to win a you know a player of the year type of award and how that that ceiling you talked about mm-hmm. the ceiling got raised right. all of a sudden players look around and go, maybe that could be me. Right. And then the team wins and the ceiling gets even higher. And then they think, well, gosh, if they can do that, what can we do? Right. Um, what has it been like for you to watch the players develop and grow and for their mindsets to evolve to where they see that ceiling? Hey, we're not, we're not there. Right. It's higher than we even believe it to be, but how do we get there? Mm-hmm. That's a that was one of those what I feel like those uh,
1: just like eye popping moments. Um, uh, it started with our, like you're talking about our, our championship year with that with that with that squad. We had uh, ten seniors graduate on that championship team. Wow. And uh, out of those ten seniors, eight of them were Red shirt seniors. So they've been through the the grind. You know, uh, that year was extremely special. Uh, It's just different than this team, as any team is different. Um, Just on they were through the bumps. They were Mm -hmm. through the the rough stuff. They they broke – the first record at, at right at six, a second time at 16 wins, and so they, they were with that crew. And then we took a dip, and I think we won like 13 or uh, or somewhere right through there with those guys. And they were um, uh, some of them sophomores, uh, and some of them were juniors of that year. And and so they they went through the grind together, and they were they were together all those years. And I think where they redshirted different times, um, it just brought them extremely closer. And that senior year, they it was a different person every night, and they were just a team that was refused to lose they mm. they knew the stakes. I guess they knew they've been through the the locker room enough times to know what each game meant, what each conference team I mean they were they were more they understood almost everything more detailed than I did so that was that was a a huge blessing to coach that group. Uh, you had no animosity and uh, practice was the best I've ever had in my whatever, 18-plus years of coaching on on just them competing. You could split them every day, and they'd go to battle every single day. And the guys that weren't playing would bust the guys that were um, uh, in practice and then in games they were the best cheerleaders. So they mm-hmm. they totally understood it. You know, you didn't have that, I wish I was playing or I'm better right. than this one that you're always going to have just because by the time they're seniors and they saw how it fell out, they just wanted to get a ring. So.
0: Isn't it interesting how – a player develops and matures over the course of four or five years it's amazing they come in as a freshman they have a certain attitude Mm -hmm. and mindset or belief in or not believe in themselves or their teammates and then boy something starts to happen that junior and senior year it does You know, the dream is almost mm-hmm. over. What yep. am I going to leave behind? Right. What's going to be my impact? And uh, I remember all those seniors. Senior night was huge was. that day. It was. It was <laughs> le- I mean, I think cheerleaders had like six and and and
1: women's basketball had a lot, too. I mean, that day was felt like it was a two-and-a-half-hour uh, senior night for sure. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, so that was – Mm -hmm. 2017-18, last year had a little bit of a dip, which is to be expected when you lose that much leadership on your squad. But here we are, we're in 2020, And it's rocking and rolling. Yeah, it is. And Does it, it feel a lot like it was back then? Um, I think each year is just totally
1: different. I, I don't think. I mean, we talk about that some, but we don't want to talk about it too much. Um, we have three guys that were on that team mm. that that do have a you know championship pedigree and been in NCAA tournament and and had a um, got a chance to, to to put a ring on their finger. So that was that was special. Um, but out of those out of those, Quay is is the only one that's been consistent. You know, he started for us as a freshman uh, on that championship year and he just broke his 1000 point you know not um uh, not too long ago so he he's pretty much a consistent i would say that uh Jason uh, and Cam are guys that that were a part of that that team that were were, were scorers and were guys that that team um invested in to, mm-hmm. to bring in um they were both uh, transfers and and uh, that's just how locked in that team was like i said with with team, 10 seniors and you got two guys Pretty much three with Quay that are high in scoring, and and those ten seniors pretty much let that happen. Just sh- just goes a testament on what th- what that year was about and everything. And then and then with Jason and Cam redshirted last year, so we essentially had Quay was our only player that ever played any minutes um, for Lee's McRae Bobcats uh, last year. So mm-hmm. last year was was expected. Um, we lost fourteen games. You know, four points or less. So you know, mm-hmm. we we knew we were talented. You know, we went instead of going the uh, the transfer route, we went we went more the high school route and wanted to get guys kind of like what we had before. So we knew we knew we'd had to take a dip, but we also knew that if the ball bounced right, we could still have a chance last year too. So we wasn't yeah. we wasn't anticipating going in and saying oh. You know, this is just a, a uh, pretty much a, a rebuilding year. We we thought we had a chance, but we knew we knew stuff had to come together pretty sure. quickly. And so,
0: well, you know, but that's that's important to always stay in the fight, right? You know, those players, even though they knew that they were they were um, kind of behind the eight ball, right. so to speak, to still be in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, and had that mindset right. of, okay, we're overmatched, but we're not going to give up, right? because it's going to pay off eventually. Maybe not this season, mm-hmm. but we have to perform and carry ourselves as if we are still champions right. if we're ever going to be champions again someday. Right. And it it looks like that's really paying off now. It is. And um,
1: just to go back on what you were talking about with juniors and seniors, how different it is, um, uh, you know, that, that team we had was kind of old school vibe. You know, you can talk about the, the Chicago Bulls or, or Detroit Pistons back in the day that were just – you know going to win no matter what and uh and last year with all the new freshmen was definitely the new school vibe mm-hmm. and uh the new school vibe you can see it all the way with high major is is why you there's just so much turnover and so many things that that guys think that they should play now and then mm. guys always think that they can win now, you know, but, but if you don't go through the trials and you don't go through the grind, then it's you know, it's 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 um, this game will make sure that, that it, it eats you up if you don't do you the right thing. Exactly. Exactly. You'll get humbled. And I think that that's that that was a great thing. I think it's it's a testament to our uh, uh, our championship year, I'm showing how hard it is, and only one team gets to do that, and that's everybody's was everybody's gunning for. So, so that was that was great. Then also to win 23 games, I mean anything 20 plus is is at anywhere is is you know extremely tough uh in the basketball world and and uh, have a chance to do that two years ago and uh, have the an opportunity to maybe do that this year that's just uh I think those are special I know that the, that the guys like the like the championships and like the rings but the but the day-to-day success of of just winning winning
0: and winning during the season is is truly impactful I think yeah you bring up a good point about it all that matters right now is the next game right you know and you got to take it game by game. Mm-hmm. I know people don't like that cliche right. of like, "Oh, we're right. just day by day, mm-hmm. but it it is true it is, yeah. you can't look too far ahead, but obviously things are going in the right direction, and it's got to feel good about where you have helped bring the program to because now everyone's mindset's in a different place mm-hmm. that's better that's um going to give you and everyone a chance to yes get back to that tournament right and then hopefully get over that hump where okay now we win a game in the tournament now we progress Mm -hmm. and i think that's the most exciting thing oh yes you know because again like we said it doesn't happen overnight and a lot goes into it and these kids get so vested and then they dream even bigger dreams and where do you see it going? I know what you would want and right. hope for. Right. Okay. And so yeah, speak to that yeah. about where you where you see that your culture of success, how it's going to continue to grow and there's other ceilings to break through. Oh yeah. I think um just with the culture of success, I mean naturally
1: with uh um uh, with your cycling is has brought so much impactful um to the school that so many people know about it all across the country, you know, on, on being successful and then for the most part um Besides us us being a JUCO, I mean, I know that uh, soccer had a lot of success, you know, uh, multiple years ago. And I think that that breeded to to others. Um, uh, But I do think that I mean, I mean, softball did it all on their own. I'm taking no credit for this, but I do think that us winning gave them um, pretty much. A feeling that hey, we can do this too. You know, we're we're the fifth seed in the I tournament. Agree. Uh, yeah. I don't. I agree. You know, we're going to go beat somebody. You know, yeah. and I, I think that just breeds to each other. And 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 when when that happens, people instead of being jealous, they pretty much um, they pretty much want to to, to, uh, to re- cheer for each other. And we see yeah. that more at ball games and those kind of things with the with the school part. Now, uh, you always have positive, negative, everything. Negative part of is which I like, but 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 it does change things. Is is now um, all of our uh, fans slash donors or anybody that's calling me every day are asking me why we've lost
0: any games. So, you know, so, so it gets to
1: the to the unreal ex- expectations of us. Oh so, man, uh, what a t- what a problem! Yes, yeah, what to a problem to it. have, right? Uh, that's so much better feeling, but but um, when you're when now you're asked to, to make sure if you're if you're below the top four, what is happening? Like, what's going on? So, so that that brings a whole another level of um, anxiety, but it's fun. I mean, I would much rather be there and, and then than be in the other aspect of it.
0: Yeah, well, I agree. I agree, and I think all of the teams can positively feed off of one another, and that you know the tide has turned the momentum is in our favor now to be able to accomplish those things and really but when you get right down to it it starts with the coach it starts with coming up with a mindset and a belief in what that what the team can do mm-hmm. and then just continue to push and drive and pull and tug and 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 make everyone believe that this is possible you know and you're doing that and uh i i admire it i I admire it it because i know how hard it Mm is a big investment of emotion a big investment of of your time and energy but it's worth doing right you know it's getting people talking about your success Mm -hmm. and wanting to get behind you and bringing in more fans like you alluded to earlier Uh, packing the house Mm -hmm you know, and I think that's what all of us want to see, whether it's a basketball game or softball or soccer or whatever the case may be. We want people to come and watch us. Right. You know, and uh, celebrating our success. You
1: want to feel big time as much as you big time as you can be. And that's what that's what we try to talk about is, you know, you, you make this your dream, you know, when you're here, you're here. That, that, and and so you, you want people in the stands, you know, our guys feel it. If, if it's not packed, which is kind of, kind of almost um, – um, it's hard to do every night, you know, with uh, church and, and different things on, on the nights we play or even when we're on breaks. But if it's not packed, then that is uh, – you know, it affects our guys. They feel it a little bit. And, and I can even go back to our home um, first – no, no, our, actually the championship game of uh, when we won it, we got – we were blessed to have it here. And uh, uh, that was on a break. So, you have no students here. But uh, Jim was – was standing room only, so that yeah. is just a testament the community to the, really exactly. came out for that. Just testament to the community. they did a reverse nine one one call. I mean, who does that? You know that you're in this. You're in you're in a great town that can uh, that can definitely feed off each other.
0: Yeah. Well, Steve, you're doing a great job. Thank you. And I want to encourage you. To just keep it up. And I think this is just the beginning. Right. I really do believe that this is just the beginning of even bigger, better, more wonderful things for your program Mm -hmm. specifically. And with your success, with softball success, um, you know, dare I say, yeah, our Mm team's success, how that's Mm -hmm. going to help others have breakthroughs. Because you, as a coach, even as a coach and athlete, you need to see other people succeed Mm -hmm. to make you believe that that's possible. And you're helping to promote that uh, within our department and I'm looking forward to seeing how things evolve over time for you specifically because I know you pour your heart and soul into this uh, and it's to be commended but uh, want to sell just say thank you for joining me today inside the den and sharing uh, your perspective of what you have gone through what you're going through and where you want to take this because I want the audience I want the fans our alumni the community everybody to have a better understanding of what's going on and, um, how, uh, how it would be important to you and your team for everybody to get behind you. Mm-hmm. And that, if that happens, you're going to win a lot more ball games. Right. 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 So thanks for being on the show today. Yes. We'll have you back again. I'm sure, uh, uh, hopefully later in this semester, when you're on your way to the tournament, that'd be great.
1: Let, let,
0: let, let's uh, knock that right into to real life for sure. So, All right. th- thanks so
1: much, Tim. This is this is awesome um, for you guys you and Travis to be able to, to help us um, help athletics um, get more of a soundboard in a lot of different areas. Naturally, where we where we don't have the, the media that others do. You know, I think I think uh, um, this is this
0: is huge on on being able to show uh, our big time in the small time. Uh, That's a good way of putting it, man. Well, thanks for being inside the den, Steve. We'll see you again soon. All right. Thank you. To listen to this episode again or to find previous episodes, go to our website, lmcbombcats.com, or find us on SoundCloud by searching Lees McRae Athletics. And as always, go Bobcats!